2: what's good people how we doing it is a wednesday it's the 8th of november happy birthday to all of you celebrating a birthday on uh, november the 8th
3: bill Sorry. badger who is it huh 70th birthday grandpa really? b
2: grandpa b still kicking
3: still nailing it
2: nice good for him like still when you'd say nailing it you're
3: like oh big time fucking nailing it twice Dave. 70 70 70 huh wow there's a lot of old dudes that are, uh, no, there's a lot of old dudes, and they lie is that right? Because I saw
2: didn't both Pacino and De Niro have kids They're in gross. the last year? You know what?
3: They're gross people,
2: yeah, probably in real life. Oh, eh? come on, There'd be a lot of those like come skin tags and the
3: YMCA. Stuff. And look at the dudes getting ready to go for a dip, yeah, liver spots. Ooh. Things kind of
2: hanging, unlike guys at our prime, like you know, I, tight as a snare drum. Body's a temple, retro. Body's a temple. How you doing? I got the sniffles. Do you better get a covet shot, buddy? No, nah. uh, it's uh, covet's back. Let's
3: see, let's really help.
2: Yeah, the uh, my, my um, the woman I live with says, uh, you know, this is the thing. These people are—they're uh, getting everyone's people are getting sick with it again. So you need a flu shot and a COVID shot.
3: You do, you man. More shots. I saw that what we were just talking about. There's a lot of people out there looking for that. <laughs> it hasn't been had the the old shot. High the, price for uh-huh. donors. Donors.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, really? Just I thought you up. meant just to get it to get things operational. I oh, no, this
3: came up on my my notes. Oh,
2: <laughs> you mean the uh the payload? Yes, yes, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so who's insert who's paying big money for that?
3: Whoever's in the business, uh, handed it out like, or I had no it, idea. I don't know, <laughs> it's not my realm, but boy.
2: Uh, well, I mean, known. Jack's got nothing to do all day after the show. You can only imagine oh. how much side the side hustle he could have going. God almighty. Oh, shit. What was I going to say to you? I was going to ask you something about the birthday. It's a birthday, old men. It is something, though, for people that have never been in a gym with really, really old guys. The way the body goes. <laughs> and I'm sure it's the same for the ladies. I'm sure the gravitational pull is equal for, yeah. for the women as it is for the men. Seems to be. But, uh, yeah. but I do wonder at some point. Cause you know, that thing is going to be dipping right into the toilet water. <laughs> and so, and you're not standing to take a poo. So, I mean, how, how are we handling these things? How's your pouch, right? Is it starting to sag or what's, uh, what's your not, the status
3: of your screw? not dipping yet. So no dipping. For okay. <laughs> dipping dots. <laughs> well, let's see. There you go. It is gross. I wonder. So old, would you? getting older yeah it's maybe the stuff we put into our body that's maybe causing some of it uh yeah probably it's not helping
2: if nothing else the stuff that you're putting in your body is having more of a negative impact than it did with you, you may be eating the same eating or drinking the same yeah. shit you always were but all of a sudden it's really taking a toll on
3: <laughs>
2: on your day-to-day on your daily business. I see Tara
3: I filtered out at the same level as a useful. Yeah. school.
2: Tara's in the chat. Uh, Dear Lord, boom. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting that uh, there might be some lovely ladies that. Uh,
3: well, we're not live yet, are we? Uh, I think so. Jack live. Jesus God damn it, Jack.
2: Pre-show. Let us
3: know for Christ's sakes. Don't air the pre-show, Jack. Damn it.
2: Um, We got noodles coming up. Jamie McLennan. Be lots dead. to get into. Let's uh, let's discuss the Calgary Flames last night. Down 2-0. It was 2-0, right? Sure was, Dean. And then you get what they call four unanswered, including uh, Nazem Kadri into an empty net. A good night for the Kadri sheron Govich-Conor line. Very good. Not a great night for the left winger of the top line, if you want to call it that. Uh, where would you like to start? The... Uh, the, the the positive performances We're that second line we've seen all right
3: we've ne- we don't have to talk negative. We have a, that's already been discussed. You can watch yesterday and the day before, and the day before, and the day before on the negative. Fair enough. Yeah, there's been a day is that. about positive and the resiliency in that never quit, no die flames locker room. That's great. Quickly learning has turned because they've actually added some kids that care, and it's amazing what they could do to uh, to a team. Kids that care. I, I would think if I'm Conroy and and Pascal I'm
2: I'm snooping around that Wranglers dressing room. So what else uh, This
3: seems to be going well. What
2: else you guys got Brad, in? There?
3: What do you Is this going well? Is this Let's head back down that hallway there. You know, you They're got a have bunch as of food as we do, but so what? The kids yeah, are amazing. You got a bunch of young guys. I had no idea they really there were so many. Play.
2: What's your clapka? Shit. Let's give you a shot. Why not? Yeah. Play the kids for God's sake. Connor Zary, another helper. He's got three and, and three Zipping
3: around like a freaking all star. I, I like...
2: said to Pinder last night on Afterburner, I said, the thing about when kids come in, they're nervous. They don't want the pockets here. Take the puck. Okay. They may be zipping around, but they're not accomplishing. He has looked comfortable Right from the start, he's got the puck, he's making plays, he's taking the appropriate time, he's hanging on to it, he's looking for t- for things to develop. I am impressed, obviously, with the three points, but also how he's gotten to that point. He looks very comfortable in his own skin,
3: he looks very comfortable and good in the NH of L. Dean, and that's not an easy thing to do. Like, he's stepping up, and yes, it's a small sample size. But what makes you think that he can't continue this? He's playing There's smart. He's playing with pace. He's playing with confidence. He's playing with poise. He's he's controlling shifts for Christ's sakes! Like he's out there taking over shifts. It's it's phenomenal. It's exa- you could not have prayed and begged and pleaded for a better result coming out of Connor's eye Yeah.
2: Can you pull that back up there, Jack? I just wanted—I uh, see the because don't there's... don't because then I get confused. What's the what's the thing there? Can you tell us what that is, Rhett? So I see one goal, <laughs> the, two assists. The
3: XGF is—that's is, what I've noticed so much—is the XGF. I mean, come on. Well, at sixty-eight point four four percent, you're really going to see anything over sixty-five is—is. Is, yeah. I don't know, but it's it's above sixty-five, and when your HDCF percentage. Is
2: north of 70. I mean, that's it's hall of you're tracking to the hall of fame with a HDCF percentage like that. Um, I said to I so what are we seeing? Are we seeing that is it is it Zari and then Sharangovich at a two assist night, 17 minutes, and he had five shots. Kadri had eight shots last night.
3: Well yeah, these guys he was in the middle of two guys that were skating and moving. Yeah, I was I'm gonna say, to keep up, we, kid, we talk all the time about. You know, who's
2: gonna get you know, get these guys going? The kids have gotten Cadre going,
3: hundred percent, for sure, passes. right? Yes, Sharon Govich, he set up Hanifin for the goal. Then they make that pretty backhand saucer to Cadre down low, yeah. and Cadre yeah. made one back to him. Same sort of thing, a backhand in the third pass that was real good. Are they honestly, they have turned Kadri around. In my, I mean put him with a couple old goats and he goes back to playing the way he was. He has to keep up with those guys because they're going. Yeah. He started to come around
2: the outdoor game. He was probably yeah. one of the better forwards. And since then he's been going, it's a goal and an assist. And on that, on the game winner, the eventual game winner by, by Coleman, he makes a hell of a play. It starts, it starts in their own end. He's at about center ice and he makes just a quick kind of a one touch pass and hits Coleman with speed. So he's able to hit the line. A goal off the rush. I didn't know what I was watching. I was what what the hell? So it's deed forward over two on one scores. My goodness, what are we seeing here? But no, it's it comes back to it again. So now Pelche, when you get in there, Coronado's coming back at some point. And I'm not saying you guys
3: are he's far, but
2: I know, but I'm just talking big picture. You think about this team as oh, how are you gonna rebuild? You don't have I don't think any of these, these are hall of fame. This is not Connor Bedard stuff, but you 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 look at it now and you feel like okay, the cupboards aren't maybe
3: as bare as some people might lead you to believe. But I've I've preached sorry, I'm gonna pat myself on I've said that for freaking decade. We always say, oh no good, let them grow in and play. They're kids, they're good these days, they will make the adjustments, they'll play with pace, all that stuff. Yes, they might not be Bedard. But it's better than watching a bunch of old guys that have been through it going, oh, these regular season games, I, I, I need the playoffs to get excited. And that can happen. And those older guys might have some savvy in the playoffs. But these kids are what are going to get you through the regular season. And that's where they're going to learn. And they're going to F up the odd time. So what? I wouldn't. That hockey game last night and the Seattle game and who was just before that? Was it Dallas? Uh, yes. Before the out, because yeah. they played
2: well in the Dallas game, but lost. yeah,
3: they're competing at least. And I think that as fans and followers, that's what we want to see prior to that, the first six to eight games. I didn't want to watch that. It's painful. It's painful because you could see they didn't give a damn. At least these kids are out there caring. I felt last night watching this.
2: Now it's the, it was kind of like last year where you're out shooting out playing down one, nothing or down two nothing. I was fine with it. Okay, so you're going to lose the game. That's fine. Just entertain me.
3: 100%. I don't. That. They're at least, like I just said, they're competing and they care and they're showing it in their forecheck, backcheck, checks, skill plays, making rushes, trying to do things with the puck instead of just chip it up, chip it up. Yeah. You could tell when the team was heartless, right? Like there, there wasn't a lot of jam two weeks ago. At least no. they're competing. They've got some, I don't know, you, whatever word you want to use. At yeah. least they're trying. And you can live with that. And if they lose the next game, but they play the same way, who cares? I would much rather watch these kids give it their all and fall short than a bunch of freaking guys that don't give a damn.
2: Now, we probably felt the same way about this whenever young guys come in. Because I was just thinking about Sam Bennett. Remember when he came in and he was tremendous off the start. And then things kind of obviously didn't go as well as you would have hoped. Um, is that a
3: cautionary tale with a guy like Zary or whatever? Deal with it then. Why do yeah. we have to predict the future? Why? What is, I like what he's doing right now. Connor, keep doing it. And when you slow down for two weeks, we'll look at it. And maybe, like you just said, hey, Klopka, how you yeah, doing? Yeah. Come on up, kid. Right? Like, we don't have to judge everything for the rest of time. Like, we do not have to set a lineup because the kids are, well, give Connor Zary $7 million a year because he's going to be great and we know it off. No. Yeah. Make him earn it. Keep playing hard. We love you. It's all good right now. Who cares what you're going to be? in six months or two years we can we'll deal with that then
2: i guess in fairness because i think about it bennett came in right away Connor Zary, he's got a couple he's years seasoned. of ahl under his belt this is he's it's seasoned. probably not a very good comparable now that i think about it so I, i'm with you don't don't think just play are you are you having fun awesome great guess what keep
3: doing that we're in
2: we're in toronto at Scotiabank on uh, friday night you're
3: playing That'll be fun,
2: right? That'll be a good. Yeah, and then there's
3: a Hall of Fame thing going on. There's Hall a of Fame deal.
2: Yeah, this should give her boys. And then Tuesday we'll be in Montreal at the Bell Center. That'll be fun. You're playing. Just keep playing. Have fun. I'm, in I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what to expect. There'll be an Ottawa game in there somewhere. Um, if it, it did feel like last year when the first shot goes in, what was it? One goal on two, and then two on five, kind of thing. I was Breakdowns. expecting a loss. I was too. Like I said, I was like, I'm good. Uh, Fine. You're going to lose the game. It's not even if you haven't committed to rebuild or tank or whatever, it was a good game. They were skating and working hard. They were out shooting the opponent. Yeah. It would suck for them to lose it, but it's more about the the Huska talks about. It's about the process and the process looks like it's going in the right direction. And I guess just final note. And I, maybe any coach would do it. But it's the two things we say: play the kids and put them in a spot to succeed. Zari didn't have to work his way up from the fourth line with Greer and you know no. whoever. No, we're going to put you in. We're going to put you in with Codry and let's see how it goes. And <sighs> encouraging signs from Sharon Govich, right? You're yeah. now starting to see yeah. a little
3: bit. You see what you're. Why you you. You thought that'd be a good trade? Yeah. I think he's been very good. He can skate. He's been moving the puck. Again, I don't know how it changes for him. As You know, Zari comes up, and you know you're going to play with excitement. I don't know why Sharon Govich, who was handed a first-line spot, really, at the beginning of training camp and then bounced around all over. I don't know how what's changed for him to find a little bit of pace and determination, but I don't care either.
2: Yeah. Keep going. It might be nothing more than just having a little bit of success, <clears throat> getting a goal, getting a point, yeah. because you come in, you have been traded for, and then you do. You play in the top line, then you're on the fourth line. You play everywhere and you can't get, I would think that would be hard because there's you, you know what it's like, but it'd be it's different like- for you. There's a lot of eyeballs on you. When you come in, you're the return for a guy like Tyler Toffoli, who was a 30 goal guy, even though it's not a fair comparable, probably in your own mind, you're thinking that.
3: Maybe you are. Maybe you are. Because I don't think that about it because I think Tafoli as good as he is was had to go too. Like I didn't think hanging on to him was a good move. And anyway, is it easier? Would, my question to you was going to be we call it the first line or the top line. I don't know that which line would you rather play on? The the best line is the Kadri line. And it's not close. Yeah. It's so and it's maybe two a, a two or three game sample but right now and and if you're sharing govich and you know, this is my cheap shot to huberdo but huberdo can't get anyone to puck right so if you're sharing govich playing with them it's it's deadsville when it gets over on number 10 stick yeah
2: well we'll get into it um i feel bad i i so into this conversation, I didn't even see our uh, one of our insiders. One of our uh, special guests joins us every Wednesday here on the Insider Hotline presentation of TELUS. Enter to win one of six monthly prizes, including tickets to Calgary hockey games and awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches and more. No purchase is necessary. All you need to do is fill out a quick survey to enter. For your chance to win online, telus.com slash flames contest. Jamie McLennan joins us. Sorry, Jamie, I didn't... You were sitting there in the green room listening to Rhett and I blather on. No one should have to do that. I
0: it's all good. Some people, I, I guess,
2: choose to. I can't <laughs> imagine why they would do that. But um, you can see there's some uh, there's some excitement. The Flames won a hockey game. It's two in a row. We're going streaking.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, I like the fact that they stuck with their game plan. Like, you're, you guys were talking about the young players playing. Great. But... You know, it would have been easy to pack it in at two-one, going. You know what? It's not our night. We've got shot volume. We, you know, our our top guys haven't found the back of the net. And but instead, you dug in, and I thought it showed tremendous balls by Ryan Huskett. Is to hold, there's some accountability? I think that sends a ripple effect through the dressing room. Going, this guy's not playing well. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. His last shift, he he was out there for like two two minutes mm-hmm. or north of it, 240 or something. So it's just, it, it, it's enough. you got to lay the hammer down. And I think it's twofold. You challenge the player to be better. And you also send a, a message in the dress room. It's like, doesn't matter if that guy makes 10 and a half. We're trying to win games tonight. And I think if anything, that might've sent a ripple effect through the league because there's other coaches that probably should be benching their top players or top paid players that aren't doing it. And Huska did it. And can you imagine, guys? I thought about this this morning. Can you imagine if that was Daryl Sutter that did that, the uproar that would lead Sports Center. Oh my God, Daryl Sutter, and the the tweets would come out from the, the agent, and and you know all hell would break loose. Ryan Huska was trying to win a game, and he won a game last night. And I, I think it sent a two prong attack. You know, literally, it's it's. And I felt, listen, Jonathan Huberdeau's a human. He's a competitive guy. He's trying his best. It's not working right now. doesn't mean he can't get it together. But in this particular instance, he hasn't had a great start to the season, and they're trying to win games. And it worked last night. And I think he goes back to the drawing board today, and and he's got to get back to work. But I, I thought the move was ingenious and probably came a little bit too late. But there's other coaches throughout the league going, yeah, that's probably what I should be doing, too. Have
3: you noticed that? Uh, because Gaudreau got sat in, in, in uh, oh, my God, Columbus. Columbus, yeah. Columbus, yeah. My question, what I was going to get to was, in basketball, you see it all the time. It's the stars, they'll take the f- night off, not even dress or play. Now, you don't want that because people pay to watch these guys, right? That They're part of your product and this. But hockey is one hell of a sport, and you got 82 freaking games that beat the piss out of you, and they are highly uh, emotional. You have to have high energy. It's not easy to always get there. Is it such a knock that some of these top guys don't play? Not, and, and I'm not saying not dress. I'm at, and maybe it will we'll get to that point, but where you actually manage that and go, you know what? He doesn't have it tonight. That's fine. Let's let it's not a criticism. It's not a tonight's not your night. We got other guys going. Let's play them because everyone, like you said, if Daryl did it, it would be a fricking and, and the Gaudreau thing comes out and people still talk about it, but it should, in my opinion, be almost more acceptable. We've always hockey players have always been hard on each other. It's been the tradition of we're the hardest workers. We don't take shifts off. We, Right, it's kind of a badge of honor in our right. sport, but in reality, no other sport has to go through what hockey players have to go. I'll through. just jump
2: in there, noodles, because I I know what you're, you're talking about. Load management, right? That's kind of the term yeah, right. that goes for that. Now, do you think that Huberto was sat because of load management, because no, of no, wear and but... tear and fatigue, or because of play? That'd be poor play. One of two That's, things, right?
3: I, that wasn't. I'm not speaking just specifically to Huberto, and right. I actually think. I said it two weeks ago, Send do the Rodman, send him to Vegas because he's not, <laughs> right? Like, get away from it. Who cares? How many times over your career, Noodles, when it was acceptable where guys were having a bad run, they said, I'm going out and I'm going to do, get ripped up or pissed up with my buddies and, and kind of blow the top off a little bit. And it kind of, it, it, it resets you a little bit. I'm not saying you have to go get drunk or do this or that, but sometimes getting away from it is the best medicine.
4: Well and, and the the unfortunate part and this is the world that we live in it's instantaneous it's happening live and i'm getting emails at my work it's trending on twitter it, it, it you know it's it becomes a lot bigger of a story because of the information process we don't read about it in the paper the next day or just see it on the highlights it's it's right now you're watching the kid you're watching him get benched but I agree with you. Like, this is not – the National Hockey League is not a development league. It's not, hey, a participation league. You tried hard and, and hey, the, the moral victory. You're trying to win games. And if any given night a guy doesn't have it, there are star goaltenders. Jacob Markstrom's been pulled. He's a star player. Why can a goalie get pulled but a player can't get pulled? Yeah. Like, that's – you know, to me, it's managing your bench. It's managing your game and going – This guy doesn't have it tonight, and there's a couple guys who do. I'm going to place them in situations. I got to run them back because I'm trying to win a game. So I I I agree with it. I see what you're saying, Rhett, because you can't play 82 gems. So say you have, say you have 60 good games, and the other 22 are 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 management. You got to manage this guy's minutes. You got to manage how they play within that game. Farther down, give him an opportunity. Maybe it's not a five on five shift, but it's like. This guy might have a pass on the power play that might be special. That might be difference-making. So you place people in situations to have success on any given night. That's the way I would look at it.
3: And and you got to have a brave coach to do it. And I think the brave coach has to set it from day one when he's there. Right. Like, when I get to coach, my speech to the guys at training camp is, you're not going to play every night, and you're not going to play 22 every night. And the games where you don't have it, it's not a punishment. Yeah. It's not a just, punishment. I might still need you. Be ready. You're still involved. I hated seeing, I, I'm not, a, I'm not an advocate for Hubert but like everybody, you know, he's a human and he's, I do think that he wants to do better than he is. Watching him hang his head there was brutal. It, yeah. And, and again, this is a Hubert though specific thing we're talking about. And I think it's different than maybe the big, the generalities that I'm trying to talk in, but he shouldn't be hanging his head. He should be patting guys on the ass saying, go get him, go get right. him. Because hanging your head is eliminating yourself from the team play, and you're still part of that team whether you're on the ice or not. Yeah. And now, ass- Coleman,
2: Coleman did say he said if you if you watch when when we were scoring goals and coming back in the third, he was up on his skates because I, I did want to ask you about the the body language there because yeah, whatever sports that they got a great clip right? Like that's a great visual. Jamie, you'd know that from the yeah. TV side. When you've got something like that, that's,
4: you hit gold on that thing, right? It's, it's, it's gold. It, it, it sucks because in the TV world, that's gold because you're, you know, if you ever see these dome production trucks, you got a director and you got a producer and they're going, cut the camera five. Let's go right the Huberto. Let's see what this is going on. Like to me, it, it, it sucks for him. And I agree with you, Rhett, like, You have in your, you're in the public eye, you know, there's a camera on you. So I, I, I don't, I don't fault the kid for wearing the emotion, but I also understand you. He has to understand all eyes are on you. You'll be sitting on the bench. All eyes are going to watch you in your body language. And it's unfortunate. I felt for him, but again, you come back to the silver lining. This worked last night. They I was won. Going to ask
2: you, I said, is that for, for him, that's almost got to be salt in the wound, isn't it? It's two to one at the end of the of the second period. Ryan Pike, one of our guys, his last shift was two minutes and 45 seconds at the end of the second period. He doesn't touch the ice in the third. They score two in an empty netter and win it. I mean, it that'd be the thing that would kill you. I sat and it
4: worked. They came yeah. back and won without me. I just wonder, that's it's a that's the double whammy for him. But, the, but this is a challenge to a top-tier player, a guy who makes $10.5 million a year. It, like, this is a challenge to him going, all right, like, you didn't have it tonight. Let's see what you got tomorrow. Let's see what you have next game. Let's see what you got in Toronto uh, against the, the Mighty Leafs. Uh, because all eyes are going to be on you and guess what you're going to be marched out to the video or to the media that morning because the vultures will be circling going what did you make of you being benched what do you like the next couple of days unfortunately um will be noisy for him because again this is probably uncharted territory for him you know he's a star player it's probably always had kid gloves and you know what this is big boy hockey and i i I don't want this to happen nightly to him. I think you have to have selective mm-hmm. situations where it's like, if you don't have it tonight, the next maybe off night might be the coach come down and give him a pat on the back and go, I need more from you, buddy. I'm going to, I'm throwing you out there until you turn your game. Like it, it's not just, Hey, I'm going to nail you to the bench. Last night worked the next opportunity that Ryan Huska have the opportunity is the wrong word. The next situation That he has with Jonathan Huberto, it might be, hey, you know what? I didn't like that play, go out and make up for it. Like it's 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 not just a benching. This happened to work, but there might be the next thing might be something like a little bit of a cattle prod, like, dude, let's get going here.
3: Uh, The other thing I think that's huge is I didn't I didn't hear Huska's comments after the game. I don't even know if they talked about it. He did, he did, yeah. But that's so maybe he already said it. But if I'm Huska, that's where I have to make a strong statement and say, yeah, he didn't play. And yeah. guess what? In Toronto, he's going to. And I expect him to be good. And the times when guys don't play, nobody's bigger than the team. And there's yeah. going to be times when other guys don't play. Who else didn't play? Did Greer play 18 minutes in a third? No. No. Right. So it's a team. There's going to be guys that don't play all the time. That's how I operate and he's going to get his chance, and when he gets it, he's going to damn well perform. You have to, at that point, make a huge statement in having that guy's back.
4: Yeah, I agree. There's a difference between last night, Huska put him on an island because he singled him out and said, you're the guy who's not good. But there has to be a way where Huska can bring him back in. That's the relationship. That's challenging him. Last night was the challenge. Let's see what the player has here. There's no more excuse. Like, Brian Husker wasn't the big, bad coach. What he did was show everybody last night he's not the substitute teacher. He's not the, you know, he's not the anti-Daryl. He's still trying to win. And and I think it, like, like I say, I, I come back to it. I think it sent a ripple effect throughout the league going, you know what? Jay Woodcroft might have to take a, a page out of that book. There, there's other players. You know, the, the other night you mentioned Goudreau gets benched. It happens. There are players that don't see the ice that, that miss shifts. It's just, it's a bigger story because this is the first time. And again, this is the new coach. All the excuses are out the window. You know, Daryl's gone, tree's gone. There There's no new moves other than the players being held accountable. And the one thing that a coach has in today's world is ice time. Cause it's not money. Everybody, everyone makes more money than the coach. It's, it's, it's not fame. It's not anything. It's the coach can control one thing, ice time. You want it, you got to come through me. And last night, Huska made a statement, if you ask me. And the thing about it is, too, you go back a week ago in that St. Louis game, he
2: sat for a chunk of the third period, and then, like you say, power play time came, all right, get out there and try and try and get us going here with some power play time, and it didn't work. There would be no one who would be looking and saying, what is Huska doing? What's this coach doing? I mean, it. it it was the right move to make and I think a lot of people are giving him credit. I people might be surprised it happened, but no one will be sitting here saying, I can't believe that you benched that player with how well he's been playing it's it's just it's been coming and I I agree with you I think it and it's nice that he's going to a small little place like Toronto for his next game where there will be no reporters to <laughs> ask us about it ask him
4: all true. of these questions. yeah but, but it, it, here's the thing though Boomer like the other day I was at that was at the Dallas game, and they were trying to score six on five. He wasn't one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was a storyline. Like this has been building too.
2: Yeah.
4: Like Huska didn't go from zero to a hundred on this. The players' play has been building along where the trust has eroded. Or like I say, the story for me, and I think it was quote me if it was the Dallas game. I think before this, like before the Seattle game, where they're trying to catch up and they pulled their goalie at the end of the game. Huberto wasn't on the ice. Yeah. So in that particular situation, Ryan Husker goes, I'm trying to tie this game. I want my six most effective players on the ice. Huberto wasn't one of them. So this was a thing that was building.
3: And so that's why it's, I think, a couple things. I think Husker's doing a damn fine job. I think it's the right move. I think generally it shouldn't be as frowned upon from us pundits as we as it is, right? Like it is right. really jumped on and we feed on it and it gives us stuff to talk about. But in Hubert O's situation, I'm not seeing anything to build off of. Right. I'm really not. And a benching might be a catalyst for it. But like you said, it's not really the first indication where, that he's going to get sat or needs to be sat or had a situation where he should have judged himself and, and tried to do better. And my point, I guess, is I think there's the, not being out there trying to score that goal against Dallas was a big thing. I think he's missed other ice time. Now he's missed the third. And I'm not I'm still not seeing earlier in the game last night situations where he's making plays and finding a groove, yeah. right? Like you see teams that aren't doing well, but they're kind of doing the right stuff. And all of a sudden it turns and they start to win again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not seeing that in, in, in Jonathan Huberto. I'm not seeing situations where he's making great plays or handling the puck or looking like a guy with any confidence at all. That is my concern for this individual player is that I yeah. like everything that's going on as Al Huska and, uh, is managing it and stuff like that. I think it's fine, but I'm not seeing Huberto respond and I'm not seeing anything to build off of. And well, that's why I go back to take a day off. Get the out of town do go to Banff, go ski i i I don't know what but something's got to change to get this guy turned around
4: well maybe this is rock bottom for him as far as what you need to do but you're right like if there's a guy who's struggling to get points if you're a point producer if you're a goal scorer sometimes you're all around it's like you know god that guy had 12 shot attempts and and you know he's hitting posts he's missing nets I, I cover the sands a lot. Last year, I watched that Alex Debrink at the start of the season. He had one goal in his first seven. But, man, he's missing nets. He's hissing, hitting posts. It just He was around it, but it didn't go for him. You're right. I don't see Huberto where the, he's that threatening guy, and he's putting a guy on a tee on the back door, and the guy whiffs it. Like it's it, He's not the guy. Like If there's a stepladder to build out of this, like he's got to hit that first rung yet where he's not, like, because he's not there yet. He's not, you know, dangerous or threatening, and you're like, okay, it's coming. Like, sometimes, a lot of times, you see teams and players, when before they hit rock bottom, or even when they hit bottom, you could see signs of them coming out of it. It's like, okay, it's a matter of time, and Mm -hmm. this guy is going to get going. He's not there yet. And maybe he just needs one night where it's like a goal and two assists and feels good about himself and goes... I, I, you know, now I'm starting to come out of it. You need something to jar the momentum positively because really it's been some negative stuff. And right now, you're right. The next couple of days are going to be very noisy for him. It's going to be noisy for his family, like all of the things that that we don't take into account that goes with a pro athlete's life. And it sucks for him, but again, nobody, you know, in the real world's feeling bad because he's still cashing a check on the 15th. That's uh a large check. So he's earned that big check, but he also has to go out and earn it daily. Yeah. You hear that all the time. I was like, if both of you guys <laughs> played with Jerome and Jerome would have those slow starts to
2: the year You know, oh, he's getting chances and he's getting shots on goal and he's going to break through. And of course, inevitably he would, but even going back to, to Rhett's point, we, we can move on here at some point. Cause it's, you know, at some point dead horse, but to have that game where he comes out and, and has a goal and two assists and looks close to him, he's been here all of last year and now into this year. I don't remember any night where that's been the case. Um, yeah. I don't know. Rhett, you've, you've kind of said that you just don't think it's going to
3: work here. I don't. And I, don't I think it's going to work here. I think he's got to move if he wants to refine it, but I mean, and I don't know how that happens. I, 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 and yeah. the Lindholm Huberto, like people criticized Daryl last year for not giving that a longer runway, but it's, there's nothing. sometimes
4: it just doesn't work right sometimes yeah. the chemistry is not there you know sometimes it's it's like i thought last year watching huberdo i thought he really struggled coming from the east to the west the west is more physical the east wants you want to go over the blue line you want to circle up you make a play and you know kind of dust the i you know dust the snow off the puck and it's a little backhand saucer here and In the West, there's a lot more North South and, and, and really some crash and bang involved in it. And I know the game's changed, but I just, he looked like he looked uncomfortable in his skin last year. And then it was easy to go, yeah, the big, bad wolf, he, he caused all this. And, and, and now he's not there. It's a new, fresh lease on life to come in. And to me, still, there's some habits there that kind of come out of his game and it's, you know, people have to adjust to as they age. And it's not like he's 35, but he's not 21 anymore. So you have to adjust to the pace of the game. You have to adjust to what's given to you, you know, as far as defensive strategies. If I'm playing against Jonathan – Rhett, you're a defenseman. What do you do against Jonathan Huberto when he comes through the neutral zone and wants to come over the blue line?
3: Take you're away gonna, space.
4: Exactly. Time and space. You close on him, little physical – Uh, Knowing you, it's a can opener with a punch in the face. You can't get away with that anymore. But, (laughs) you know, it's that's the type of stuff where it's like there's a book out on everybody. So change your book. Change the narrative because if you're a creative guy, it's like, okay, fake that. Go down the wall. Make a little play. Jump to space. Like, easier said than done. Believe me, I did a lot of analysis sitting on the bench. But this is what I'm sitting there watching, you know, watching him play going – he has to change his game and morph it. And really good players, smart players, which he is, you know, he's got to find what is going to work for him to make him effective for the Calgary Flames, for Jonathan Huberto in the Western Conference. And he hasn't found that yet. And I, you know what? That's on him. I think the coaching staff has to find a role for him and go, we need you to do this. You do this really well and this is going to happen. So it's still early in the season. New coach, do all of that, but... You know, it's kind of the same old record because now we're looking at it. And what are we? We're 90 games into his Flames career, give or take a game.
2: I think this is the last one and then we'll move on. Um, (laughs) Huska does the benching last night. What's next? If you need to send a message, you can't healthy scratch him, can you? I mean, do you sit him for a period again? Because that's, that's what I think. Now, okay, everyone's on board with the benching. He had no shots on net in 14 minutes, 14.24 of ice. Yeah, you got to sit down. What's the next course of action for Huska? Can
3: I jump in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Because I think it matters. What we're not privy to is his attitude in the room Yeah. and his attitude with the guys. And I think that is imperative to that question. Yeah.
4: Like, where are you at? Where's his, where's his psyche at? Obviously he didn't wear it very well on the bench last night. It was raw emotion, but I, I tend to think the other way, a benching and kind of a pl- public flogging, we'll call it. Um, I think you roll them out 20 minutes on Friday against the Leafs start them. and, and go exactly. You're mm-hmm. starting. And, and you have, a, you have a meeting today on the plane or tomorrow, whatever, whenever they're flying in, and you say to them, listen, you know, it's much as made about this, you're still one of my guys. I care about you. I want you to be a big part of this. You are a big part of this. If we are going to be a playoff team, this is what I need from you. Let's go over some shifts. Let's dig in. What are you seeing? How are you feeling out there? Like nowadays, this isn't just a dictatorship from the coach to the player. This is a partnership going, where are you at? How can I help you be better? But this is what I'm seeing. And I it was the final straw. Let's start over here and let's go back at it. Like And, yes. and the, the worst thing, sorry, Rhett, but the worst thing I that I'm hoping I don't see today is the agent and a bunch of nonsense yes. coming out today going, you know, this and that. Just go play. It happens to everybody. I don't think anybody is... Is ready to kick the guy in the nuts. What I'd like you what I'd like to see him do is respond. And I think the coach wants him to respond. So Boomer, your question, I, I he plays 20 minutes against the Leafs unless they he, he's not good enough to put him on the ice. That's the way I'd feel
3: or if his attitude is shit. Exactly. exactly. That's that's what, that was what I was getting at. If he's willing to work with you and you call him in and you still got a good relationship there and he's not going F you, you sat me, then you yeah. work with him and, and you you play the piss out of him
2: interesting times across the country I didn't think that it would be that I mean Vancouver is a nice city but I didn't think that would be the the the, the hot spot or that hey if, if we could all be like the Canucks we'd be in good shape because it's not great here and it's in Edmonton we know what it is we could talk about that in Toronto it's up and down and you've been we're gonna see and I guess just kind of a quick kind of a synopsis we've got uh, Toronto and Ottawa back to back on Friday Saturday what are the flames going into when they play those two?
4: Well, I'll start with Ottawa, an angry team. You know, Brady Kachuk is—he uh, talk about a leader who wears his heart on his sleeve. You know, and I was on Ottawa radio this morning, and I, you could tell there's a, there's a tenseness about that market, and people are pissed that Brady kind of went after the fans, saying, you know, I, I'm t- we're tired of the booing and all that, and, and people and the fans are the fans are saying we'll play better, which is true. Like you can have both can be right. The players can be pissed. But so can the fans because the fans pay the money. So I said, you know what? That's what I expect out of Brady Kachuk. I would expect nothing less. He's a great leader, he, he's an emotional guy. So uh, I think when you look at Ottawa, they're a very talented team that's run into some injury issues, especially on the back end with Shabbat out, Zub out, uh, down the middle of the ice, Ridley Greg and Castellicker out. So, and and obviously Pinto, you know, they've, they've this is an organization that's had a lot of noise and turmoil. Not only in the ice recently, but off the ice with the firing of Pierre Dorian. Like I say, the Pinto stuff. So what they need to do is just play hockey. They can't, like, if, if I'm Ottawa, they can't wait to get on the ice because that's when the noise goes away because you can control the narrative. Uh, with Toronto, you know, it was, they had one and four and it looked awful down 4-1 uh, against uh, Tampa. And then Austin Matthews goes, not on my watch. And, you know, this comes back to what I've been saying all along. The guys who make the money are the ones who can drag you out. So everyone can feel sorry for Edmonton. The only way Edmonton gets out of it, if it's 29 and 97, gets going. The only way uh, Calgary continues to build is if they're top players, if Markstrom, if Wieger, uh, if Huberto, if Kadri, who I thought had a really good game last night. So it's, t- it's a top player league. So Toronto, very inconsistent. Their D are banged up. They're not a great defensive team right now to start off with. So ultimately, I think that's what you uh you gotta find a way. Hold on, I've got motion sensor lights. Pay <laughs> your bills. I, I got motion sensor lights. I'm in my office here, and all of a sudden it's your blood so th- your blood is so
3: thin they can the light, they don't even
4: <laughs> <sit>. <laughs> I'm cold blooded. That's what I am. Hold on, let me get moving again here. And then there we go. Hey, the hey, there you go. But there I you. uh motion sensor lights, but anyways, <laughs> um, you know, the point being is, is, you know, these teams are pissed and they're hungry, but Ottawa is a little bit more. I give them a little extra because uh, there's a lot of expectations on them. And at four and six, uh, you know,
3: they haven't, they haven't really exceeded them. Woodcroft or Smith who's more on the hot seat. <sighs> you know,
4: I would say DJ just because at least Woodcroft has shown his team's gone into the playoffs. He's had a winning record. He's got the golden goose. Like they, they, they have, there's a formula there in Edmonton that they just haven't reached where in, in Ottawa, it's six years without the playoffs. DJ's had to wear a lot of that, that rebuild. And, you know, this is a team that has struggled out of the gate four years coming into this season Now, if they don't get it back on track, that'll be five years in a row. So I would say, and here's the other kicker, is new ownership. So not the guys who hired you, not the guys who are loyal to you. Uh, I love DJ Smith. I think his teams play for him. I think they play hard for him. But uh, if you're asking me between Woodcroft and Smith, it's different situations. Obviously, Woodcroft, there's expectation there. But I think we all think that at some point, Edmonton will wake up where the expectation in Ottawa is, you don't have a long leash because you there's no history of you guys, you know, going deep into the playoffs or at least having some form of like tremendous success wow. in the regular season. Yeah. You've got a lifeline
3: with McDavid by himself for yes. Woodcroft. Uh, uh, another question about Edmonton is the goaltending. Putting them on waivers. Is that going to do anything for this squad? And thoughts on if they're going to have a plan and what they're going to do?
4: Okay. So, you know, you're going to call Pickard up. I would be shocked if they don't play him tomorrow in San Jose. And the reason being is okay. so two things. You've got, I think that's a it's a it's a message on two different fronts. It's, the, it's Ken Holland saying, okay, everyone's complaining about the goaltending. I'm going to do something about it. Jack Campbell, we can't put him back in the net right now. We're going to wave him, and we're going to bring up uh, the Pickard, who's not a kid. He's 31 years old. The, if, if Connor Brown wasn't injured, they probably could have just called the goalie up and not waved Jack Campbell and kind of, you know, as I mentioned before, like the public flogging type of thing situation. But that's where I think there's a second message in there going, not good enough. Don't like what I see. I'm going to take a popular player out of that dressing room. And this might be the first of many moves if you guys don't get your act together. So it's, it's, it's a personal shot, not a personal, it's a, it's a situation that you deal with Jack Campbell, try and get his game back in order. And then secondly, it's a shot across the bow on the guys going, this is move number one. There's going to be more moves here. If you guys don't turn it around. So, I think it's, it's a strategic move. It's also a cap-related move because they just don't have any room to be moving players in and out and up and down. So, um, you know, that's Holland's kind of first strategic move. We'll see if they snap out of it, and maybe Pickard comes up and gets a couple wins in a row, and it allows Stuart Skinner to work on his game, allows Jack Campbell to, to work on his game. Uh, but that's the first move, I believe,
3: and we'll see if it works. Do you question Holland on the Campbell? I mean, sticking with Campbell and Skinner. Like you're a goalie, you've watched enough goaltenders, you know the trade. Was it the it, right move? Or like because everyone, for me, it's like, well, Campbell, who the hell is that? Like, why would you give that guy any money?
4: Well, in theory, it was the right move because all of the noise, and this is where I'll speak, because I'm a goaltender hugger. Here's the here's where I'm gonna go back on. They had a problem with Mike Smith. They had a a problem with Miko Koskinen. Now they have got a problem with Stuart Skinner. Now they had a problem with Jack Campbell. There might be a bigger problem there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, at least maybe one of four could like pull it together. And and they did. If you look at Smith and Koskinen's like you know expected goals and stuff like that, they were actually quite decent. And same thing with Skinner last year it was really good. The guy made the All Star game, but I look at it. At that time, the move on paper, I would say, was the right move because the only other goalie that was out there—I'm trying to think—there was two. But uh, was it Billy Huso? Billy Huso, Huso went to Detroit. But Huso only had 44 games of experience. Yeah. So if you were going to go with with Skinner and Huso, that's a great question mark. Like, okay, th- what do we have here? And then there was one other goalie I think that ended up coming off the market because he he signed. I I'm trying to remember who it was, but you know, Campbell on paper, it's like, we're going to go and get a guy who played in the all-star game, get a guy who played in the Canadian market, you know, guy who played uh, 49 games the year before plus seven in the playoffs. So that's 56. So on paper, I think it was the move. It's like, we need an upgrade on what we have. Cause Mike Smith getting scored on from uh, who was that Rasmus Anderson scored from the parking lot, you know, like it, it's just, they needed a change. So, I will defend that move based on what they identified their needs were at that time. I didn't think it would come off the rails that quickly. Like Jack Campbell's a better goaltender than this. And last year, he didn't settle in. I thought, you know, in in preseason, it looked really solid. And he was going to kind of have a resurgence. Hasn't happened. The team's been junk. He's been junk. Everybody's been junk. So, you know, can he get his game in order? I think he can, but it goes hand in hand if the team gets their game in order too. So I, I that's where I'm at with that red is I I think the move on paper was the right move to bring in a guy who could solidify that position and be a veteran guy to help a young goaltender along. And then the goaltender, the young goalie pushed him out in essence. And that was Skinner's play last year
3: is so is there any criticism that can go back to the guys that are there, the leadership group that is yes. in Dry Seidel and McDavid and whoever yes. else you want to include in that? Because clearly they can't or don't have any intention of helping a goalie. No, right? but I, you're, you're right.
4: You're, you're right. The the defensive play, the turn away, like coming back through the middle and spinning away from the puck. Like, you know, sometimes there is, and Rhett, you know this, you guys know this, It's there's special rules for special players, yep. right? Okay, if McDavid's not going to block a shot from the point, I don't want him blocking a shot from the point. But Ryan McLeod better block a shot from the point. You know, (laughs) like it's Warren Fogle better block a shot from the point. Like the other two, I give them a pass because they do so much. But but the team has to play a certain way to have success. And and they they got it down the stretch. That's why they statistically they were one of the best teams in the league last year down the stretch. And it's almost like they showed up as like, yeah, we know how to play. We're going to do that. And guess what? Other teams are allowed to play hard against you. There's no entitlement in this league. And and they've got to play better. And, Brett, I'm going to come back to it. The top players got to play better. Like I said the other night, Austin Matthews was like, we're not going to lose 4-1 or 5-1 or 6-1 to Tampa. I'm going to be a difference maker. McDavid looks hurt because he doesn't have that explosive speed right now. And Drysaddle, they're closing on him, and he's not moving his feet. So – like, okay, you those two have to dig them out. What's RNH's ex- excuse? What's Zach Hyman's excuse? Like, there are two guys that are playing up to their potential right now for the Edmonton Oilers. One is Warren Fogle. The other is Evander Kane. Outside of that, I can't think of a guy in that roster that's playing to their capabilities. That's why they are 2-8-1 and one right now.
3: Does that, we're getting long-winded. Boom, if you've got questions, tell me to shut no, up. But I'm interested because McDavid is obviously so good we all know that best ever i mean jonathan Taves in chicago was the leader of that team and maybe they had better defense maybe this but he set a standard of accountability i think that trickled down that whole lineup and they all did what they had to do and competed the way they needed to compete and they won three stanley cups yeah is like not everyone can be that but is that maybe speak to how good a leader Jonathan Taves was and I said this from the start McDavid has never had a guy there to teach him that how to be a great leader and and is that showing maybe well
4: it's trial by error everyone you know I know in Toronto everyone's like okay you know eventually it'll click they keep running back the same band and eventually it click because look at what Ovi did they had the same core there they changed a little bit but it was you know it, it took Ovi 13 years to win The reality of it is this league is hard to win and there's a lot of good teams and there's a lot of star players. I still remember Nathan McKinnon going, I've been in this league and I haven't done nine years. He goes, I've been in this league nine years and I haven't accomplished shit. That's That was his words like verbatim. Like Connor McDavid's the same thing. Austin Matthews, same thing. Like these are top players, world-class players. And yes, individually, they have trophies. They can line a, a, an office with them. But as a team, they have to find a way to elevate their teammates as well. And I thought McDavid and Dreisaitl did a really good job over the last couple of years elevating their play. Most critical times, digging in. Drysaddle was a beast in the playoffs, you know, dishing out punishment, taking punishment. You know, that slash from Petrangelo. You watch that slash, you go back, that's a, that's a healthy chop. And the first guy to go after him was 97. Like it wasn't Kane, it wasn't like 97 went after Petrangelo. That type of leadership, I think, through osmosis, through the team being tight, you're right. Like he hasn't, he didn't have a, a grizzled vet going, you need to do this, you need to do that. It's trial by air for a lot of these guys. But at some point the light has to go on. And McDavid, I know he's a guy with a tremendous you know drive and a lot of pride. This 2-8-1 this is wearing on these guys. You saw the frustration in Vancouver the other night. He was pissed. And you know what? Good on him. He didn't, he didn't wait for Zach Hyman. Like, he, he went at JT Miller and went right back at him. And saw, Hyman jumped in because he's a good teammate. But you know what? McDavid wasn't shy to be involved. He stuck his nose in it, and it wasn't going well for him. That's the type of stuff, if I'm sitting on that bench, and I watched, I mean, you know, we were lucky. Jerome McGinley was a, you know, was a Hall of Fame player but he would take care of his own messes. But there were times, Rhett, I saw you in the pile. I saw Robin McGuire in the pile because it's like, we're not letting anybody get to Iggy. There's a lineup of people before they get to Iggy. And to me, if anything, maybe that scenario the other night of some pushback would help galvanize, galvanize that group a bit.
2: It's funny you mentioned it. I was thinking, because I saw you scored his first goal for the Wings last year when Clem Costin came into Edmonton. And he was kind of a big, burly guy and scored some goals and was hard to play against. He dropped the gloves, and that kind of gave them a bit of that snap to their game. And then I think after that, they started winning. They do. Yeah. yeah. Evander Kane, those gloves are not staple to your hands. So, yeah. Um, I, I, that said, I'm okay with it. I mean, if they want to keep losing, San Jose coming up, that'd be great. They got a win. Feeling good. Yeah beat McKenzie, the mackenzie
4: blackwood yeah blackwood with like 38 saves two one yeah. i was tracking that because i'm thinking like that's a it's not a trap game for the oilers like that's a must win for them like mm-hmm. a,
1: literally a must win 12 12-
4: Of games into the season, so well, Warner
2: said it yesterday. It, just look at the math. You start looking at how many games are left and how many points are left on the table, and what the West kind of looks like perennially. You're going to have to go on a real run, and they have the ability to do it, I think.
4: But it, yeah, you got to get going, though. You got to, and you need a save, and you need top players playing like. Top players, because I there's a couple guys in that defensive core forgot how to play hockey. I don't know what's oh. going on. Like legitimately, like <laughs> I I, talked to I'm Leamer watching
3: yesterday. And he said the same thing. He goes, they yeah. don't, they're, they're, they are they do not have an AHL decor. They're terrible. I don't know
4: what's going on there, but I they're better than they've shown. Like there are some teams out there that are just better than they've shown. Players that are better than they've shown. We'll see. It's early on in the season, but you start to go, well, oh, you could say, ah, oh, it's only five games. It's not only five games now. You're into 10, 12, 14. So you got to get your heads out of your rear if you're, you know, some of these players and some of these uh, teams.
2: Well, I was impressed with you thinking on your feet there earlier. And usually I've seen the other when the lights are out and then, then yeah. the lights come on at the end of the night,
4: you're at the pub or something, then you got to get the hell out of there. That was pretty
2: quick. Oh, yeah. jump Turn, right
3: those off. Turn those off. I know. Yeah.
4: I just, uh, this picture here is hanging on by a thread and I'm terrified that it's going to come down. So the minute I'm off, I'll be readjusting that picture, but I just, it's, uh, it's a work in progress, gentlemen. I'm up. At how it goes.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're a beauty. We appreciate you.
2: Thanks. Right. Talk to you next week. There he is. Jamie McLennan. A presentation of TELUS on the Insider Hotline. At TELUS, they're using world-leading technology to drive meaningful change from transforming healthcare to making our food supply more sustainable, reducing our environmental footprint. In 2022 alone, TELUS, team members, retirees, volunteered 1.4 million hours and gave $125 million to local communities. TELUS, the most giving company in the world. You can learn more online, telus.com slash gives back. He's so good, eh? I mean, there's he he doesn't miss a lot. He's in on all these games and sees what's going on. Um I don't know because we actually we didn't talk about Huberdo before he came on and got into it. So obviously we've covered plenty now with uh, with Huberdo, but I didn't know what to make of that body language. You want him to be sour and hurt and upset and all of that. But to to have your head hanging like that, it was like, Jesus, like this is this is such a mental thing, I feel like already for him. And now this is going to add to it. And yeah, you got to put on your big boy pants and give your nuts a twist and get at it. But I've said it before, there's somewhere inside that man's head he has to be just baffled with where his career has gone.
3: Yeah, because he's trying to make plays and they're just they're going nowhere right like how many times has he tried to to make a pass into the middle to a guy going and it's just, it's just not getting there so
5: yeah
2: last night he had uh, Zadorov high man coming into the zone yeah. went to do a backhand pass and i don't think he was even trying to be overly crafty with no. it he was just trying to backhand it to the middle and couldn't get it there little plays, and i'm with you we do, and again broken record we aren't seeing glimpses or flashes of star quality play
3: none I mean, It doesn't matter, but like again, I talked to the big human yesterday, and we talked about Huberto, and the, the comments were, how did he get 115? I know. You almost uh, want to go back and look at game tape and yeah. watch some of this play. He said, he goes, Bill Zito had the biggest scam going in the history of the NHL. Zito was calling down, adding secondary assists, just <laughs> yeah. piling points into the stats because he knew he wanted to move. Like, How you don't see a hundred, a hundred and fifteen points. What the 115.
2: Yeah. That's superstar quality play.
3: Jesus. Like I've played with guys that put up lots of points and you watch them. You go, this guy is rolling. Unbelievable. I never played with no one that had 115. The other question I had, and maybe I'm wrong. You answer. Hmm. At the end of that season, Was he up for anything as far as league-wide awards? Like, you put up a record-setting – wasn't it record-tying or breaking left wing? Most,
2: but Yeah, most uh, by a winger, by a left winger.
3: But honest to God, I didn't hear his name. I don't Um, remember. Yeah, on the top of my head, I don't. Right? Like, it wasn't – you should see the year. Hubert, he's dominant. He's not up for the heart. Like, remember that year Corey Perry had that one awesome season in – in Anaheim. He was up for the heart Trophy.
2: Yeah.
3: I Adam he, Hall. Not Adam. Is that his name? Hall? Which Hall? Taylor? Taylor Hall. Yeah. Taylor he won Hall the MVP. Yeah, yeah. Here in Jersey. Yeah. Up for the... Huberto had 115 points. And was it up for anything? It was one of those things. When you go
2: back and you look at... I mean, 115, but he was... He was kind of a guy that was always kind of quietly. And you wondered if it was because he was in Florida or what it was. He was always kind of top 10, top 12 in scoring. He was, yeah. he was a star NHL player. And I remember it was either the year before they made the trade or year and a half when Florida came in for their one visit watching him. And I was, kind of, I saw him kind of getting involved. Bennett was still here and he kind of popped Bennett in the mouth and got involved in a scrum. And I, was, I didn't know who had that side of his game. I was kind of impressed by it. I knew he was getting points. Maybe I need to give this guy a bit of a longer look, but man, it's, it's so far. It's just so far gone. Um, it's James Neal esque. And you couple that with some of these other guys that are now coming in as kids and making immediate impacts. And it doesn't mean you need to score goals and have points every night. Just be. Impactful in the game, get involved in the game to some aspect. And Noodles talked about it. Do you now? Do you now say, okay, I'm going to be a selkie guy. I'm going to be the best defensive forward I can be. I'm going to have to try and tailor my game to being to bringing some value to this hockey team because I can't do it offensively.
3: It's a fine line because Ret Warner, at one point late in his career, decided that the body was starting to break down, so I had to turn into a a puck-moving, skating defenseman. Mm. Uh, You might adjust your game and play smarter to revamp it completely. Sometimes that's not the wisest of decisions.
2: In fairness, someone should have sat you down.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm Maybe it's just some bad... Or maybe you got bad advice. Maybe it was in the backyard with, with Z retro you got to start you got to start skating yeah. <laughs> you're right z i do need to start i do need to What's... do that <laughs> coming up looking forward to it we're going to be at the mullet arena in january we're going to phoenix it is the barn burner vacation our first ever our, our first vacation we're getting on a plane we're flying down we've got your hotels we've got your tickets We've got, uh, we got flights, all of that. we got it all taken care of for you. All you need to do is go to our website, nationgear.ca, and get yourself in, in uh, and, and do it soon. You know, don't dilly-dally, as they say. Limited spots available. $1,499 per person based on double occupancy. Flights, hotel, transportation to and from the airport, game tickets in the 4,500-seat arena. Seeing the flames in a, in a junior rank will be pretty, pretty cool. nationgear.ca. Heck of a Christmas gift, Retro. Heck of a gift. Sure is. Take your dad, take your... I did take your one with the
3: shoveler, but then I'd have to go with the shoveler. I know. What about uh, D.U.G.? Yeah, he's a dullard too. Oh, all right. Presented by Alberta
2: Blue Cross. Creating memorable moments with Alberta Blue Cross. Only one thing better than sharing memories, it's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Alberta Blue Cross, celebrating life's memorable moments inspired by hockey. I wonder how our, because uh, the Leafs, it's the next one and I see in the chat, oh, it's this Flames Nation or Leafs Nation. It's the next opponent and it's just, Jamie lives there. It's drawing I'm comparables, but it is the next what part. Oh, people just hate the Leafs. They hate hearing oh, about the I'm Leafs. I'm them.
3: I can't stand the Leafs.
2: But anytime we, if we talk about them, they get mad at us.
3: So, Even if you're playing them? Yeah. It's hard then. It's tricky.
2: What do we do? Yeah. Like, what do we do tomorrow? And like, it's
3: the next opponent. What about Dallas? Dallas is good. I love Dallas. Great team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Got to check in with our buddy, uh, Living. See how he's doing. I don't see. I thought there again, I don't absorb much Toronto media if I can help it, but I don't. I feel like I haven't seen a lot of them. Haven't seen them on
3: uh, job of hiding out. Yeah. But again, you fill out the roster and you let them go. And once the playoffs start, you get judged, right? Like trade deadline. What's, what do the Leafs need? What does Treleving do then? And uh, and then at the end of the year, when they're eliminated in the first round, then they can rip on them. So yeah. that's kind of the circle that hap- happens in Toronto.
2: Well, that's the I know there's a lot of Flames fans who are actually looking at Toronto and trying to get familiar with the roster because they want to know who the Flames are going to get for Hannafin or Tanev because obviously Treleving's going to trade for these defensemen that he brought into
3: Calgary. So Sure. If they we'll play see. this way and keep winning, is it muddy the waters for Conroy again? I hope not. I
2: need a bigger... I need a really, really big sample size if I'm going to now pivot again. It's two games.
3: Hennepin and Tannev four,
2: Nylander? <laughs> no, because that's another... You're going to have to pay him Ten got have some skill. We we gotta find honestly. We gotta find a Huberto thing. We gotta find a Huberto deal. John, doesn't get him out of here. It's nothing personal. It's not you made mis- Hey, we made a mistake. We traded for you. We gave you the money. You hadn't played a game yet. Made a mistake. Let's get your game back. It's it's not. You're not happy. We're not happy. Let's find something. Brought up Florida, okay. So maybe Bill Zito, Montreal. Do they want to? Do they want Jonathan Huberdeau?
3: You're going to have to eat. All, half. What's the max half? No
2: half. Yeah. I mean, are you? So do you want to
3: five? It might be worth it. Right. If you think, like, once he's got six point, half a point a game so a fifty point, and probably if he gets a change, he might play better. So you're counting on a sixty point guy for five and a half. Yeah. Tough sell.
2: This was on uh, social media last night. I day, would like Rachel. that. Um, Somebody, I, to, I, can't, I don't even know what it is. Kaka on Twitter said, Hubert over Godreau, make it happen, Conroy. And then Johnny's uncle, Uncle Jim, responded on Twitter. I'm down with that. And then Sea of Red Central, would Johnny be though? I miss him so much, Uncle Jim. And Uncle Jim said, I think we know the answer to that with the little winky face emoji. I'm winking, but I got things on.
3: Wink. I don't know that the organization would. You have to move on. It's Conroy. Conroy. It's Conroy's pick. It's Conroy's boy. How did he treat the Flames? How was our feeling when he effed us and left? It was not great. Not great, Bob. Right? Like, there, there's some residual there. And I, strictly hockey, I'd absolutely do that. No, I don't think Columbus would do it. And you'd have to, maybe you could if you ate some money. I have no clue. I don't know if Huberto would agree to it. Right? Mm-hmm. right? Like, there's a lot of moving pieces. I'm all for it. I'd rather have Gaudreau here than Huberto. But I think it's a pipe dream. It's a pipe
2: dream for sure. Yeah. It's absolutely a pipe dream. Because it starts with... Um what are so what are we going to do with Huberdo Like that's fine. We know why you would want to bring Goudreau back because we've seen how Goudreau can be in Calgary. He was a very good player for you. Okay. Um, so for us to take on a $10 million player, how does how does
3: it work? Because we're so stupid we just make simple so tricks. stupid. But like if Calgary eats half of Hubert and they and the next team has a half. Right. So now yeah. you're at five, just for easy math.
2: So you can go 10 to five to two and a half. Can you? Mm-hmm. That's the move. Cause I think it was, wasn't it? I think it was Phil Kessel who was making seven and then he got moved from, out of Toronto and then somebody ate half and then you
3: can keep some, keep some. I'm keep sure
2: them. there's limitations to it. We'd need Ryan Pike would know. But yeah, I, I know that there have been players that have been cut. If not in half, there's retained salary. Yeah. So that's how sometimes you get another. Also, team, you know,
3: another whatever. way, if we're jumping to drastic conclusions like trading him for Goudreau, yeah. which will never happen, mysterious ailments do pop up. It's a tough league and shit happens. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful. You might get allergic to your gear. You got to stay safe out there. Get a rash. You got to stay safe. You can't be uh, concussions. People Christ, do. it's year one of eight. You can't, <laughs> it's a put, long time. You
2: can't put a price tag on your brain, Dean. <laughs> it's a long time to have sniffles from your shoulder pads. Not sure we could pull that off,
3: yeah, anyway. It, we were talking about that, and he's like, Oh, the rest of the league would be livid. And I I said, No, they're like the politicians, they don't, the, the rest of the owners, they don't want any digging into any of this because nope. they might get caught up. In it as well. Yeah, don't look, do not look at him and don't look at us. Yeah, You're
2: start the, the count. Stop the count. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> we're not complaining. If he's yeah, hurt, not he's complaining. hurt. There's
3: nothing that can be done. But uh,
2: we did this. Where, were you on? I, I don't even know if we were doing it on this show or what it was. It was like, Shay uh, Shea Weber is still. Is, is Shea Weber, uh, oh, he's a Vegas Golden Knight. And you think of all these players with retained salary or guys, guys that are out of the league and have been for so long. Pavel Datsuk was a great Phoenix Coyote. You know, it's no, that I'm sort crazy. of thing. To your point, oh, are you hiding? You're hiding some money. Well done. Should we say anything? No, 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 no don't say because no, you're going to have to yeah. at some point, too. So, yeah, just hush, hush, little baby. Uh, let's do a little bit of this day in flames history for McLeod Law, shall we? McLeod Law, Peter Klein. He's our guy and he's your guy. He's all of our guy. If you need Peter Klein, he's there for you. Personal injury guy. He's also the disability insurance claim guy if you've got a long term disability insurance company that is they're dragging their feet they don't want to pay these insurance premiums the benefits to you pardon me you contact peter he'll get you those benefits that you paid for you deserve them he'll get you that peace of mind and he's the best one in the business to do it probably if peter applies for huberto with that ailment that he's got sit him down mcleod lawcom is the website it was on this date in 1989, Al McInnes of the Calgary Flames became the all-time leader in assists. He recorded his 337th assist as a Calgary Flame in a 5-4 win at Los Angeles. Had three helpers that night. Passed Guy Chouinard and Paul Reinhardt to move into sole spot of, well, top spot, sole possession of top spot in assists. He would leave Calgary a number of years later, with 609 assists, a record that stands to this day. Al McInnes continues to be the franchise leader in career assists. 609, Jerome almost got there. He was second at 570. Theo was third at 466. And then it's a bit of a it's a bit of a drop. Now, Johnny had 399. If he came back, you can start to add to those totals again, right? It doesn't need to be an all-in-one stretch, right? If it's just... You're a flame. Those Total. numbers are going to. Yeah. John. Uh, as far as, uh, and then beyond that, Michael Backland is 10th in franchise assists. He has 310 of them. So a ways to go to Al McKinnis in that 610, 609 from 310, but he just signed a contract extension. 100 a year. He's right there. Just, <laughs> it's a small ask. You know, if we could just get you. And and the best part, Mike, is if you've get if you're getting a hundred assists a year, that means there's pucks going in the net.
3: Every time there's an assist, there's a goal. The goal's been scored. Whose sage advice is that? That's dullard Doug. <laughs> the dullard.
2: McLeod Law. They have been a part of the Calgary fabric for a long, long time. Big part of their long-standing client relationships. They get our city, the people in it, and the way things work. Just like the communities that they serve, McLeod Law, varied and diverse, and sharing a commitment to making a positive impact on the city of Calgary. Can't say enough about them. Great partners of ours. McLeod-Law.com is their website. You know what I noticed? When Pinder
3: isn't here, he doesn't do the Pinder Report. Which is BS, in my opinion. It's a Pinder Report. If I had a Retro's Rundown. That's right. I'd do it. It's a great idea.
2: <laughs> Glad you brought it. You're an idea guy. What have you got today on Retro's Rundown? Um, What have we got here for you? Well, I mean, a lot of it we kind of covered, but we'll get into the Pinder report here for you. A presentation of Village Honda from now until November 30th. That's the end of the month. Village Honda is holding their Veterans Food Drive village invites you to stop by the dealership with non-perishable food items to help fill that honda ridge line that sits in their showroom to support the veterans food bank of calgary at the end of the month they will truck all that down to the food bank and help support the veterans that's on right now up at village honda your dealership for life in the northwest automo so yes flames last night going in search of their first two game winning streak of the season is it a winning streak when it's two, or do you need three? Because two is kind of back-to-back, right?
3: Yeah, well, I'll take it. Yeah.
2: Didn't start great. Second shot of the night. Redirection in front by Michael McCarran. One nothing. About 10 minutes later, bit of a breakdown. Evangelista to Sherwood on a two-on-one. Back, forth, back, goal. Two goals and five shots. Flames were playing great. You had to like the way they were playing. Uh, down by a score of two to nothing to the second Dylan Dubé had been on the fourth line or had been on the first line switches spots with uh, Rosie Rizichka, fourth line goal makes it two to one to the third we go Noah Hannafin Blake Coleman empty netter for Nazem Kadri. A, a that's got to be their first win of the season when trailing after 40 I could go and look at the game notes I suppose but there haven't mm-hmm. been that many wins speak of a uh, a good night for the Kadri Sharon Zary line Nazim Kadri a goal and an assist he had eight shots 1857 of ice time Sharon a pair of helpers and five shots and Connor Zary three points three games looks just fine thank you very much
3: you know what else was awesome last night the big cat
2: the big cat Nikita Zadorov he's uh He's a lot. He, he was, was not everywhere. He was everywhere. And he's so noticeable. Yes. Big man. He would be one of those guys. If you were on the ice with him. To appreciate how <laughs> good of a skater he is. Oh, right. He flies. He is so fast and, and can make up ground. There was that one play. It looked like he was beaten. I'm trying to remember which forward it was, but no, he just, thirteen. he took about three, four, five hard strides caught up to him. Out of the way, shrugged him off, took the puck Skated again. It
3: back out
2: oh, God, like it, you feel like he's that close to being an elite defenseman.
3: Yes, room. just little decisions, just a little bit. He can shoot it. He can skate. He's tough. He's all he's also that guy when you play with him that would go zoom and <laughs> by you, and you'd be like, "What? The, what <laughs> okay, the yeah, go, zoom? yeah, just go, yeah, you go, go. I'll hang back."
2: Oh. <laughs> The big cat. Um, what can we tell you about the big cat? He had, uh, yeah, no shots on that, but we love him. He. I'm very curious to see what what the plan will be with him. There would be
3: some if teams who would love to have. Here, I don't know why. You, like the the shitty part might be that there are other teams that might be going. Yeah. skates well still i don't know how old is he now 27 he's not that old no like you think of him as old but he ain't no and you you, you kind of go what's other teams thinking that don't have him? like we do have a decent decor you don't have to play him but other teams that have shitty decors are going. Go, we can do a lot worse than yeah. the, than and the if- big cat. If Pinder were here, he would tell you
2: about how when he's a top four guy, top three, you don't love him. Four, eh, five, six, you love him in that spot. And and you do. You dream on, on those tools, and it makes you appreciate why he was a first-round pick. Imagine him when he was 17 years old.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So the uh, yeah the Flames win it by a score of 4-2, 17 saves for Jacob Markstrom. We mentioned the points. The, uh, everybody feeling good except for Jonathan Huberdeau. 14 minutes and 24 seconds of ice, we mentioned. And of that 14.24, one chunk of it came. 2.45 in one shift. Was, uh, I guess, credited with two giveaways, zero shots on net, and was sat for the entire third period. We've covered it a lot with Jamie. I think that there will be that arm-around-the-shoulder chat with the coaching staff. He'll be back in against the Leafs. We'll play close to 20 and then how does he respond? I guess is, I don't even know how he can respond. It's it's up to him. It's up to him, I suppose. So that's, what's coming up road trip, Toronto, Ottawa, back to back, and then Montreal before returning home. So three on the road in five days, a five day stretch. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, as we talked about earlier, plays Jack Campbell on waivers. He's 31 years of age. His record is one and four, has an 873 save percentage and a 4.5 goals against 4.5. If you're not into the numbers, it's not ideal. It's a year two of a five-year, $25 million contract. They signed as a free agent in 2022. There will be some savings when he clears. No one will pick that up. $1.15 million of uh, cap savings off of that. He'll go to Bakersfield. The expectation is that, yes, uh, old Calvin Pickard. Hey, Calvin! Going to come up, get a little bit of an opportunity. On the other... Stuart Skinner, he's 1-4-1 with an 8.56 and a 3.99. Way
3: better.
2: It's... Yeah, it's not
3: not a bit... uh, Yeah.
2: I know, as uh, Jamie said, he's a goalie hugger. It's fine. 8.56 8.56 save percentage. Not, a, not ideal. And the bottom line is you hate to see it. Yeah, it's upsetting for everyone involved. So, uh, T's and P's to all the Oiler fans. I re- We're really hoping that it uh, turns around. Uh, the Red Hot, while we're talking about the Red Hot Vancouver Canucks, according to Darren Dreger, who will join us on Friday, scouring the trade market. Canucks are 9-2-1. Ooh, huh. That's a start. That's not bad. That's those same numbers. Like there's a nine and a two and a one. They've just kind of done some bit of a shell game there. They move some around. That's the way you want to have it. They've rejigged it. Start with the nine, then the two and the one. Uh, Dreg says they are looking for. What are you doing? You go? Oh, I see. Um, Looking for a defenseman. A right shot defenseman hmm. to come in and uh, and help things. The Flames have any?
3: Hard to find a right shot defenseman.
2: I think they have a couple. Anyway, um, they're looking for a right shot. D. Drager said, pretty much, most of the contending teams would be. I'm talking about playoff contending teams. All teams that think think that their defense core needs to be upgraded. I don't know. I mean, right shot, left shot. I said to uh Pinder last night, if I'm Conroy, whether I'm retooling or not, I am I am looking to trade Chris Tannev sooner than later. Goodbye. He has been uh, he is every time I watch, he is flying into the end board's head first. He's getting absolutely smashed, left, right, and center. He's on un- he's suddenly unable to avoid contact. I don't think he's played very well. He's in the last year of this deal. I would be uh pushing all my chips in for a Tanev deal if there was anything. I get I get it. Then who are you gonna play? I mean, D Simone, you got Gilbert, What? Yeah, I, I don't
3: know. D. Simone was good last night. I you're gonna end up in the same sort of situation, but Tanev's not gonna be around long enough anyway. So what difference does it make?
5: Just time is what up can the essence?
3: Get for? Uh...
2: Well, if you're the Flames, right, and you're trading Kristann, you don't you only want picks or prospects or. Features. I know.
3: So what can you get? What's a pick like?
2: Well, I'd want a second. I don't think I'll get a second, but that's what I'm yeah. going to want. There you go. So... A second and a, and a kid.
3: Hmm. Kind of like the Bennett Bennett deal, where we didn't get shit.
2: Well, they got Emil Heinemann. And then he left and they had a pick just get a pick just get get because I do I worry because you saw his shoulder basically crumple last year and at the rate it's going here it's just a matter of time are you seeing the same thing you're a you're a d-man you...
3: I, uh, I like it's like an old boxer once he starts getting punch drunk there's every punch is it your every hit is now dangerous for chris tennett every hit you're like "Hmm, could be the end feels like he's a little less elusive than maybe
2: he used to be uh how about the san jose sharks rhett real good snapped an 11 game losing streak tied for the longest skid to start the season in nhl history
3: by the gm got down there straightened the boys out is that what it is (laughs) let's go
2: Anthony Duclair goal and an assist. Mackenzie Blackwood, thirty-eight saves. Two-one beat the Philadelphia Flyers at home last night. You somebody is always going to have to be the first team to hand the, the, in that scenario. Someone's going to lose to that team, and I guess it's Philadelphia.
3: Long flight from Philly over to. It's a
2: bit of a haul, yeah, yeah. One ten and one on the season are the San Jose Sharks. They had allowed 10 in each of their last two. Sorry.
3: Right behind the Oilers.
2: Yeah. Who they play tomorrow night. Sharks are on a heater. Taking on the Oilers tomorrow. It will be must-watch.
3: It'll be must-watch stuff for sure. No, not for me. No? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Happy to comment on it. Post-game. But probably not going to pop the corn and sit down.
2: I would be in unless the Oilers go up cuz again the other night they had all the shots they were playing very well if there it's one nothing, two nothing, three nothing Edmonton. I don't need to watch that shit. What's the what's the football game? If what, it's 0-0 zero,
3: zero halfway through the second or it's like
2: Ooh. all right. Well yeah, okay. Here we go. Oh, one nothing San Jose.
3: It's the time change that's hard for me. That's why I'm not
2: I guess that's yeah. In fairness, right? Yeah. I asked uh, Cam Moon. I was texting him yesterday. I asked if he was getting the start in San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> he said he didn't think so, but he'd be ready if need be. Um, I said, just don't show him those uh, that save percentage or whatever the goals against from Medicine Hat that year. Just don't show that to them. Make sure you scrub that off of their hard drive, and he'll be just fine. Uh, is there anything else going on, Jack? with uh i see you've got some stuff on here what uh i've
0: got lots in here do you yeah
2: is it the jack attack in for the pinder report what do you want? yeah let's do it let's this start I with love some, it. Let's go. Uh
0: fantasy football i actually got offered a blockbuster trade
2: whoa in so, our fantasy pool
0: yeah in our fantasy league here check this out all right derrick henry for jonathan taylor you have taylor yeah who's trying to give you henry Texas
2: Hooper, Tex, Tex Hooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I know why he would want Taylor and want to be getting rid of Derrick Henry.
0: Taylor looks like he's back, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. And Henry's been
2: okay, but I don't know. The thing about Derrick Henry is every day that passes, he's another day older.
1: That it's is kind true. of like the Tanev
2: thing. I think you're all right there. Plus, don't you have uh Zach Moss, the handcuff
0: for Taylor? I I do have Moss. But the thing is with Henry, at the end of the year, he's always going off. Late November, December. And if I'm not mistaken,
2: I do think the Titans have a nice little run to the finish in terms of strength of opponent.
0: They do. So
2: Hmm.
0: So which way are you
2: leaning? I don't know.
0: I'm going to sit on it for the rest of the day. And then I might pull the trigger. I don't know yet. Okay, well, if you're in the chat, let us know yeah, what should
2: Jack know. do. Should he be trading Jonathan Taylor for Derrick Henry?
3: What do you think, Rat? I like making moves, so I'd do it. You haven't yeah. made a
2: move all year. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about?
3: I'm <laughs> a, a mover at the... and a yeah. shaker.
2: It's not no, that said, it's not a it's not a stinky offer like the ones you get from John Bender all the time. God, he's a tightwad, that guy. Look at that. I lead the league all friggin' year. I lose one game, second. Bunch of shit. Oh, wow. Well. Simply the breast. Five and four. How do you feel about your team?
3: Hey, I've not made any moves and I was robo-drafted, so I'm doing okay. Yeah, look, you've got your full
2: hundred dollars of your fab. You've made four moves.
3: Only out of <laughs> Strict necessity for bye weeks. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, that's good. Uh-oh. Oh well. Wow, is this is this live? Look at the crew.
3: <laughs> High kicking! <laughs> High kicking! <laughs> love it. Look I'm tired how we doing? Me.
2: We're doing the Pinder report. I did like two things, and now Jack's doing the Jack attack. We're I a love mess- it. We're a mess without
3: you. Well,
5: that's, uh, that makes me feel wanted. I love it. Yeah. You know me. Stroke my ego. That feels great.
2: All right, so you're at uh, Disneyland? Look at that.
5: Love it. Yeah, buddy. How's the fatigue? We're doing great. We, we got the, we're trying to figure out where to go and what to do. We're, we're eyeballing the map. It might be time for uh, Mickey's 2 in town, and then we got to make a serious decision on the Star Wars Resistance ride. It's supposed to be epic, but it's a two-hour line. Or we start far- forking over some cash. So we'll see what happens. Get one of those Fires fancy- of the Caribbean, real good so far. The Star Wars tour was good. Uh, Star Tours. And then Haunted Mansion, thumbs up or thumbs down? Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. That's how those two are all.
2: Yeah.
5: Have so, do- a beautiful, so are- beautiful day?
2: Yeah. Are you doing yeah, both got, sides? Are you doing the California no, side? is
5: the other side. Tomorrow will be the California adventure, and then we got Space Mountain in the queue for the afternoon. So, no meltdowns yet. Lots of healthy snacks. You know, my wife. We got apricots and almonds, and yeah, you know, water and all kinds of uh, kombucha nonsense or whatever. We're ready to rock, buddy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Bird seed. Yeah, delicious. Do, so, do you have the app thing on your phone where you can get in line ahead?
5: yeah we've got uh <laughs> jody's cousin hayden from australia who lives in la he's joined us and he's he's uh co-piloting the journey he got married in uh, cabo not cabo in uh in mexico last uh spring so he's just, he's a pro here he knows what's up he's does got he a wicked to... Aussie mullet too
2: yeah does he know how to do any high kicks can
5: you give us a high kick hayden Oh, pull a hamster. No, he's gonna pull a hammy. Oh, he says no. no. <laughs> Disappointing. <laughs> Disappointing. first.
2: <laughs> well, uh, it's, I, I'm glad you checked in. Everyone's uh, no meltdowns. Weather looks great. Yeah. And one thumb up, one thumb down. So you're it's about fifty percent. That's all you can ask for.
5: Yeah, love it, guys. Okay, we'll uh, we'll give you a check in from the other side tomorrow.
2: Beautiful. Be safe. Say ya. See ya. I'm happy to be right here. Are you? I was going to say, I want to be Pinder when I grow up.
3: No? Mm -mm. Yeah, maybe that one I can be here. That place is, it's one of those feel like you have to do things and then you go and you're like, holy F. You know what it was? We went once. Unless you go during COVID when no one's there.
2: (laughs) I suppose, yeah. We went, it would have been before COVID, not long before, but a bit before. And, I mean, it is what it is. It's a, it, it was warm and it's a lot of walking and it's not cheap and all of that. But it did hit for the kids. Yeah. I mean, the kids loved it. The worst would be is if the kids were like, eh, I don't know. Oh, the lines are so long. Oh, can, when can we go back to the... If you had that sort of an experience, you'd be like, just kill me. I'm here. I've spent all this money. We bought flights to get here. And it's kind of a
3: meh. First ride and you're...
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, Callaway Park's better than this. Offer, for... So that's good. I'm,
3: I'm oddly happy for Pinder. Oh, it's great. Everybody's pumped. The sun's shining.
2: I mean, give it's me cool. a little time. I'll probably be pissed off at him again. But right now, i kind of am happy for him. It looked like the, a nice family moment. <laughs> All right, Jack. Sorry, Pinder interrupted you. Very rude. You were I'm going Pinder. through. We were talking about important stuff like our fantasy football. Um, yes. But anyway... Uh, we can move on. What else? What else have we got on the Jack Attack today?
0: We got one more item for you guys. Ooh. I saw this all over my Twitter this morning. Check this out. So every year they make the Super Bowl logo before the Super Bowl, and it looks like the colors are matching the teams that are in the Super Bowl. Okay, what what's going on here? So two years ago, Bengals Rams, we
2: had origin yellow. Eagles and Chiefs, kind of. Now, I mean, yeah, it's red. There's a lot of teams that wear red, and even this year it looks like red and purple. Where is the? Is it Vegas this year? I think so. Hmm. I, I mean, it wouldn't shock you, right? Ravens have been good. San Fran not as good lately, but they can probably turn things around. But, but I, actually, sorry. The Bills colors, right, Red are probably in there somewhere. That's the red of the Bills. For uh, sure.
3: The Bills and the Steelers should make a trade. We'll take Canada, and they can have our guy. What's his name? Uh, oh, who's mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator? Right. You want Canada. No, Bill I don't Triller. want Canada, but I'm done with our guy, too.
2: <laughs> Amazing.
3: Well, that's a,
2: I appreciate that thing.
3: Let us know how it works out,
2: Jack. Will do. Yeah, let us know how that works out. Is there anything else we're missing? Is there any baseball or is baseball done?
0: No, I do have the games for tonight in the NHL if we want to go there.
2: Yeah, sure. I guess so.
0: There's three games tonight. You know what? Don't bother. We'll talk about it in the... uh,
2: Because we got DoorDash coming up and we got our bets. So we'll get into that. I don't like the Ravens. Where are you on Lamar? You hated Lamar.
3: Lamar was the shits last year when I needed him in my fantasy. He was awful, getting me 14 a night. Mm -hmm. I haven't followed him because I got mad at him. He's probably playing better this year.
2: Yeah, they're pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's looked really good. Really good this year. That is the... uh, Yeah, is there any NBA, Jack? People want to know, (laughs) because they love your NBA updates.
0: No, I don't have any NBA stuff today. You know, I was... There was no NBA games yesterday, to my surprise. I was going to play some bets, and there wasn't a single game. I don't know. what is it American Holiday yeah. or something, right? What was it's going
2: America- on? Oh. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving? It's coming up, but not yesterday. Hooper and a dimer? Is that what it is? Something like that. Anyway, that'll do it. See, the Pinder Report without Pinder. It's no good. We need Pinder back. Village Honda presents the Pinder Report this week, Village is holding their used car clearout. No better time if you're in the market for a quality pre owned vehicle. You can save up to $4,000 plus a $1,000 winter tire credit. Village currently has over 100 pre owned in stock. It's the used car clearout on now until Friday only at Village Honda, onlinevillagehonda.com, and located in the Northwest Auto Mall. Your dealership for life. Three games tonight. We'll talk about two of them coming up with our betway bets. Get your uh, questions in. Tomorrow's Thursday. We got ask ret. They've been kind of trickling in here and there. I appreciate it, but let's get on it. Tomorrow, ask ret for Bonton Meat Market. The original Bonton opened in 1921. They're the very best at what they do. We've talked about them for years. They are an OG with barn burner good friend Greg Keller takes care of he might take better care of uh, than his own family the customers that come through that door
3: you are family if you go through those doors yeah
2: he uh it's one of those places where you just you leave there it's like god was so great oh. you know, they got the, the they wrap it up in the paper some string it's the old school kind of an experience that you want to you want to be a part of 1921 good stuff 28 crowfoot circle northwest calgary consumer choice award winner for best deli meat market ask Rhett at FlamesNation.ca is the email uh people have, are still asking pretty much every day people are asking for uh <laughs> was a guy in a buffalo we can't keep doing guy in a <laughs> buffalo no so Lots of guy on a Buffalo questions. No doubt coming in for tomorrow. We'll do our uh, our Betway bets right now. Let's get to it. I'm going to, uh, and, and it's going to, you know I'll just piggyback it because the, the games I'm in on are also the ones that I want to watch tonight. So get the Betway app. You know what it's all about. Get Betway app. There's all the games. Pick your sport. Get your, get your you know, get involved ahead of time. Oh, you're too late. The game's already started. You got in-game, futures, props. It makes all of it more exciting and fun. And Betway, the very best. And our partners here on Barnburner. Here's what we're going with. The Ottawa Senators are at the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. Something's up in Ottawa. They're cranky. They want the coach gone. And I know it's not great in Toronto either, but like Noodles said, you've got probably the best goal scorer in the world. I'm going to take the Leafs minus a goal and a half. They lost to the uh, Sabres the other night and nearly lost to the Lightning prior to that, right? But came back and won that thing.
3: Yeah, I can't remember the order of it, but yeah, those things happened. Give me the Leafs minus a
2: goal and a half, plus 130. And then it's the Kings at Vegas. These two teams have a nice little rivalry going. Two good teams. Vegas is on another roll. One regulation loss only this year. I'm going to take the Kings money line, which means before overtime or shootout, plus 105. They played about a week ago, and Vegas won it in extra time. So I'm going to say Kings again this time. Those are my bets for Betway. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Uh And I think, if I'm not mistaken, we'll do we'll do this for DoorDash. I think you can pull off the the double header tonight. I don't know if anybody's doing the double header, if ESPN does it or TNT or whatever the heck they do in the States, but you can do it. We'll just it'll be our double header for DoorDash. Ordering is easy with DoorDash. You choose what you want from where you want. Your items will be left safely outside your door with default contactless delivery. And for a limited time, our people. Get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. Download the DoorDash app, enter promo code NATION25, NATION25. And it'll trigger that deal for you. Ottawa, Toronto, 5 o'clock start. Now this is local time. So 5 o'clock start. Watch those two. Both teams, they they hate each other. It's that Ottawa, Toronto. Ooh, they're they're both on Ontario, right?
3: I believe so, but I don't know. Ottawa's almost in Quebec, Very though, right? close to Quebec. I think there's a river involved.
2: Yeah, it's like uh, Gatineau. Hmm. Gatineau is right there, and I think it's in Quebec. Anyway, those two, 5 o'clock. Usually you're talking two and a half hours or so, say 7.30. Then at 8 o'clock, Kings Vegas. They got a great rivalry. Two pretty good games there. Two pretty good games. You can you can butt them together back-to-back. A little time for a, a tinkle or whatever you need to do in between popcorn. the two.
3: That's a popcorn. event. Fresh
2: corn. Do whatever you got to do. Or you know maybe that's when you have your DoorDash show up. Right at the end of the first game. In Calgary, 730, 740, 745. Bang, bong. Hey, look at this. Contactless default delivery to my door. Get in here, you a bags of food. Massive ooh, triple ooh,
3: butter ooh. popcorn. From that's you. right.
2: We've all done that from the theater, right? I could pop my own, but it won't be as good as the theater. And you can bring it in. That's what that's what you would do with Nation 25. So that is what's on the menu, again, for tonight for DoorDash. First order of $15 or more, you're getting 25% off and zero delivery fees with the promo code NATION25. When uh, is American
3: Thanksgiving? How far out are we? End of uh, two weeks. The last Thursday of November. So, gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
2: I think we should do something. Like, I mean, I know you'll be doing something, but come on down. I would like to. Well, you say. I keep saying that. The thing of it is, I got stuff going on here
3: kids and that's how i feel too and i don't even like the stuff i'm doing yeah it's not ideal got a
2: thing here i want some use uh hey boys this is from uh, our buddies because I, I saw it in the top corner there origin our uh our partners the uh this the sterling family origin malting and brewing origin brewing out in uh, strathmore that's right that the tap room out in Strathmore between now and November 11th, they are.
3: They're doing something good, aren't they? They're
2: donating a dollar from every pint sold at the tap room to the poppy fund to support the veterans in Strathmore. Love it. Good on your boys. Have a pint, support the veterans and they have banger bingo on Thursday night.
3: I like the sounds of this. (laughs) It's uh Banger as in headbanger music. Headbanger, like that's about. right. I, I like the sounds of this.
2: I saw they were doing a thing, something about making candles or something. It's kind of, a, you know, you couples can do it together. Guys get to drink the beer. Sold out. It's like, mm. sorry, all spots are taken for the candle making deal at Origin. I give them credit. Mm. They're doing some different stuff. They're trying to, you know, think and outside. If I made you
3: a candle for Christmas, would that be all right? Would you be good with that?
2: Yeah. Maybe I've said too much. $1 from
3: every pint purchased between
2: the 4th and 11th to the Royal Canadian Legion out in Strathmore, the poppy fund. Awesome. Good job, boys. Bang or bingo. Probably need to go and see what that's all about at some point. I'd be excellent at that. You might be. Yeah, you might be really good at that. What was the... Sun Volt was that the, oh, the yeah. one you liked? Yeah,
3: not really bangers.
2: No, I just remember it was a it was kind of a weird deep pull. I was very impressed. It's like Sun Volt. It's like that's not Metallica or ACDC. That's an interesting pull. Not sure how to transition into this next read. Just do it. All right, <laughs> Barnburner sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash flames nation and get on your way to being your best self. What, so what is therapy? Is that because uh, you watch on TV or you're laying on a couch and you're, you got Kleenex and you're pouring it's, it's, it's not exactly like it's portrayed. It's about, it's not just about talking about issues. It's more so about, okay, so the issues being what they are, let's try and predict how those how those issues and how we get ourselves into those tight spots and maybe we can avoid them or when they do show up and are unavoidable, how do we handle them? It's the coping strategies. It's about putting those coping skills into place. And that's how the therapists uh, that, that's where they come in. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You'll get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge if the fit just isn't right. You do want a good fit therapy. Identifies those challenges, like I say, and you start building strategies. And that's it's it can take some time, but it's 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 step by step, and better help is there to help you take those steps. Make your brain your friend with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash flames today. You'll get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Flames Nation. There you go. Actually, had somebody uh, message me. It's like, so what was the uh, what was the 10% off your first month? Betterhelp.com slash flames. Because it's it can be a lot. Do you have the time to do it? You gotta go in the middle of the day. How do you find time? I don't know if it's, it's... finding the right person. Find the right person. Takes some time, it takes it takes a bit of work, it's a bit of a challenge, but it uh, it can and will be worth it. That I guess is going to do it for today. Ask Rhett coming up tomorrow for Bonton Meets. Flames are off until Friday. They're trying to get your living. Do you think do you think the Leafs would let him come on a podcast? Probably not, eh?
3: Wow, the way Pinders railed on him, I don't know if he'd want to. Yeah. So what are you doing? you it's it's a podcast?
2: Feel like the Leafs would frown on that. <laughs> They're big time. You can't feel like the the Leafs would be. Uh... I'd have to go through through Brad. Just for Even then, that... yeah,
3: of buds. yeah, oh, yeah. We're tight. Haven't heard from him much lately. Might be busy. Might be busy. It seems to be a full time gig. I don't know. Yeah.
2: I did send him a text. It was a game a couple weeks ago where Nylander scored the OT winner. I said, this Nylander guy is so good. You should sign him. He told me to fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He told me uh, to go and do some kind of a potato chip bracket or rates of candy bars or something. So it's like, oh, touche. That'll do it for today. Jack. Good job on Jack attack, buddy. Awesome. Love it. The NBA stuff was, was great. And let Thank us know, you. let us know about this, uh, fantasy football trade.
0: I declined it. I put a poll in the chat. Overwhelmingly. No Yeah. hit decline.
2: Yeah, he is. He is good. But I think Taylor who I hate because I took him first overall last year and he fucked me. <laughs> um, harsh. Oh, I mean, come on. I've uh, somehow have had the first overall pick, which you don't want. It sounds great. It's not like getting Connor Bedard. It's a redraft, so it's fresh every year. I've had the first pick. There's 14 dummies in this league, and it's a snake. So you go pick at one all the way to 14, 14 back to one. So you get a really good player, and then you got to sit for basically two rounds before you get to pick again. Last year, Jonathan Taylor, who stunk, this year, Justin Jefferson, who was great until he was out for a month,
0: he just got activated today. So,
2: now, yeah, I don't well, his four bed—I mean, the four-week window is up. But is he going to play? Of course, Cousins gets hurt.
3: You're dealing with a lot, Dean.
2: I win eight in a row. I lose one week, and I fall to second place.
3: I think you're overreacting, bud. Figure. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Have a great uh, whatever today is, everybody. And we'll see you tomorrow for whatever day that is for another hearty edition of Barn Burner here with Flames Nation. See you, buddies.
5: only from Rustolium